I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh my god, I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I gotta record something quick. Uh, 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 uh,
Thank you, thank you guys. Anyways, so as well as Gaston Crayon de Papier, we also have one Luigi Alfredo de Papier. Ah, uh, yes, it is me, Luigi Alfredo de Papier. Uh, I'm so sorry your friend is sick. Uh, may I suggest a bit of a tomato soup and some spaghetti at the meatballs and maybe a fine glass of wine? Thank you. That'd be very nice. I'll let her know. Also, I'm here because I was going to get a gig as the voice of one Italian plumber Mario in the latest Super Mario Bros. movie, but they wanted more of a cooked rodent type, so I lost the role. Cooked rodent type? Yes, like a crispy rat. That's, that's what they wanted. Oh, as a well-renowned chef, I know there is nothing more humiliating than losing the role of a lifetime to a crisp rat. Uh, yeah, ain't that the truth. Anyways, also joining us is this fine fellow, the American, more like West Virginian, sort of Southern-ish, sort of, I don't know what this character is. Uh, he's Lone Star Deep Appear in his famed story Barbecue Shop. How are you? Oh, I say, I say, I say. Oh, I'm doing uh, quite fine. Even though I'm the only one whom a career seems to be flourishing. These uh, fine financial times where no one can afford anything. Uh, and gas prices are so high. They uh, they want to go to a place like mine to uh, get to that comfort food and re rediscover that, you know, uh, American spirit that has been lost of these long and dreadful times. I say, I say, I say. Okay, okay, all right. You say, you say, indeed. Ah, oh, this is gonna not be embarrassing to listen to at all, so you guys all behave, okay? Oh, we shall behave for sure! We are professionals! <laughs> yes, we are beautiful professionals, and we are not the national stereotypes whatsoever. We are very real three-dimensional characters! Oh, I say, this is more embarrassing than when no one could go to the City Hawkins dance, so I took my dog, and everyone stared at me. But I did love that dog, I say, I say, I say. All right, all right, calm down, everyone. So, uh, I would ask you all a dinosaur-related question, but... Uh, so this has been going on long enough. We need to wrap this up quickly. This is this is not going to be a really long episode, I swear. This is uh, this is desperate measures bringing the three of you in. Oh, you really don't appreciate us at all. Uh, even after I've given you so many other spaghetti and meatballs. Zachary Blue, could you be more insulting with the way you treat your fine co-hosts? All right, all right, calm down, guys. I, I do apologize. I really, really do. All right, so I guess we'll do a nice way question. So this is the one I tend to ask all the new co-hosts, and hopefully you guys are one-time-only guest co-hosts, but uh, what's all of your favorite dinosaur? We'll start with you, a Lone Star. Oh, I say, I say, I say, as a Lone Star myself, my favorite is the state fossil of the Lone Star State itself, Acrocanthosaurus. Oh, I do love me some Lone Star State fossils. You're not even from the Lone Star State. We've already established you're from West Virginia. Oh, well, my family tree is a, a bit muddled. It's a, more like a wreath, one might say. Your family tree is our family tree. We are brothers. Don't you forget that. It is so very confusing that we are all our brothers, even though we are all from three very different countries and have very different accents. Uh, yeah, almost as if all your accents are fake or something. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so, Acrocanthosaurus, that's good, that's good. Good to hear, Lone Star. Sounds like you did your research. Oh, I say, I say, I know a bit about uh, dinosaurs. Uh, all I know is that they did go extinct by uh, missing the Ark, and, and therefore they were drowned by the Flood. Oh, not one of these folks! Why did you invite him on this podcast, Monsieur Donald? Uh, because I had no one else. We've been over this. All right, so, Acrocanthosaurus, we'll just ignore the last bit that you said. Uh, Luigi, what's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, the mighty uh, my favorite dinosaur of all, the one Yoshi, the one that my good friend Mario rides, and sometimes as a baby, be sometimes a grown adult. Uh, I like to play him in the Mario Kart and the Mario Party. Oh, wow. 
This is this is really embarrassing. I I mean I, I do like Yoshi too. He's actually my go-to in uh any Mario game. Oh, you want a Souls Fox? What is the losers who picks Yoshi in a Mario game? The only thing more lame than picking Yoshi in a Mario game is picking Mario in a Mario game. Oh uh, yeah, I, I guess that's true. Why am I being judged by you guys? You guys are like ones to talk. Gaston, how about you? Do you have a favorite dinosaur? Oh, uh, if this counts, I do like a good cooked goose and a roasted. Dark. Their flavors go very well with my uh, story cooking in my uh, Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> I notice you keep saying Michelin star restaurant, but you never say how many Michelin stars. You did say you failed a health inspection, so... So quiet, quiet! Uh, no one needs to hear that. All right. Sorry, I pried. Anyways, well, I guess the goose and the ducks that you cook do count as dinosaurs, so I'll allow it. Anyways, so speaking of something that actually isn't a dinosaur, but if I may interfere with a question here, why do you ask people what their favorite dinosaur Dinosaur is if the show doesn't always talk about uh, dinosaurs. You know, I mean, it talks about the other beasts that uh, died before the Great Flood. Ugh, shut up, Longstar! No one cares about that! This is a podcast about science! You know, he does bring a valid point about why I ask people about dinosaurs rather than other stuff. It's just because, you know, dinosaurs. Is- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Gateway to paleontology for a lot of people. Oh, that is very clear. They didn't think it very thoroughly before doing something like this. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, we're talking about a creature that is not a dinosaur and barely is even a creature because this creature is not valid. We're talking about Brontotherium, the Thunder Beast. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Wonderfully delicious, I must say. Make cookie done a rotisserie. Perhaps. That sounds a bit gamey, though, I think. Anyways, type it's a Brontother, an extinct group of odd toed ungulates that help us continue the Paleobites Bronto Month. Size, eight feet tall at the shoulder, two to three tons. Oh, that sounds like Aunt Roberta. Eight feet tall at the shoulder and two to three tons. Oh, no one mess with Aunt Roberta. That sounds like he's making it up, but it's 100% accurate. Do not mess with Aunt Roberta. Oh, mamma mia, that is very true. Don't mess with Aunt Roberta. Okay, okay, good to know. Diets herbivore. Oh, that is not like Aunt Roberta at all. She was not a herbivore. <laughs> she was a bloodthirsty predator. Yeah, okay. Okay, so time, late Eocene, 38 to 34 million years ago. Location, United States. I say, I say, it's my home country. I'm assuming more in the southern parts and, the, and maybe the southeastern parts, like uh, my fine state. Uh, actually, no, it's in the uh, northern parts. Oh, that's about as lame as the deer I caught in my bear trap went out hunting the other week. Ugh, that is morbid! And I cook goose and duck! 
Yeah, it is. Anyways, it was described in 1873. Pop culture appearances, a guy named Carl in the first Ice Age movie is one. Uh, that's a good name for a Brontotherium. I can see that guy being a Carl. As well as that, its relatives were featured in the TV shows Walking with Beasts, Life After Dinosaurs, and Primeval. Alright, so let's get this out of the way. There probably actually isn't a Brontotherium. What? Sid, what is it we're talking about? This podcast is built on lies! I'll say, hold on, just... Give me a second, guys. Most scientists have decided this genus is actually a synonym for another genus called Megacerops, along with other proposed genera names Menotis, Brontops, Menops, Ateliodon, and Oranotherium. The name Brontotherium actually comes not from paleontologists using their usual Greek terminology, but from the native Sioux tribes who found these bones after they were exposed by severe rainstorms. The Sioux people called them Thunder Beasts, which, hey, is what Brontotherium means! Yay! Uh, any comments about any of that, Papier Brothers? Not from me, monsieur. My lips are sealed. Uh, nope, I have uh, nothing to say either. Mm-hmm. Just spaghetti meatballs. Well, th- there's some things I could say about them native people, but I don't think any of you would like to hear it. Uh, no, we, no, 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 we definitely don't want to hear it. Don't, don't want to hear it, Lone Star. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, despite Brontotherium being considered an outdated name, the group of mammals it belongs to to this day is still called Brontotheres, so one way or another its name lives on. The most famous Brontotherium is probably in Bellotherium, mainly because it's the one depicted in the second episode of BBC's documentary Walking with Beasts, even though they refer to it simply as a brontothere. That one has a similar nose crest to this one, but far more brittle and with open air pockets, perhaps to make some noises with them akin to the crests of hadrosaurids. These guys' horns, though, were far more deadly, as several skeletons have been found with partially healed rib fractures that no other animal could have done. Oh, partially healed rib. That sounds utterly delicious. There's nothing more delectable than the meat off of a partially healed rib. <laughs> Wait, Gaston, why are you saying the thing about ribs? I thought that'd be more Lone Star's forte. Oh, I do like me some ribs. It is a story barbecue place, after all. But no, partially healed. I, I would never do anything of the sort. I want them full-on broken. <laughs> uh, so we can break them and eat them with our mouths as we dip them in barbecue sauce. Uh, we take our barbecue sauce very seriously in the Southeast. I mean, you've seen those fine folks in South Carolina. Oh, they love their barbecue sauce. They even have a West South Carolina barbecue sauce. Oh, so specific. Yeah, yeah, I seem chopped too, Lone Star. I understand. Okay, so, as for why the name Brontotherium is considered outdated, along with all the other names I mentioned, like Brontops and Minops, it was deduced by a paper by paleontologist Mithbachler. Oh, you really butchered that name! Worse than I butchered the goose in Michelin Star Restaurant! Look, I don't know how to pronounce you, you get this name. Look, it's M I. H-L-B-A-C-H-L-E-R. You try to pronounce that. Oh, I'm not even going to try. I will not embarrass myself like you have this day. <laughs> oh, thank you for letting me speak and embarrassing myself, Gaston. Oh, no problem. You will thank me later, I assure you. All right. Uh, so, in this paper by the paleontologist in 2005, there was an old paper, the Brontotherium family, published in 1997, which summarized research conducted before 1920 and thus was considered badly outdated. In the 2005 paper, most of the remains that were previously described as all those other genera were put together into the genus Megacerops due to their rather apparent similarities, and thus the validity of Brontotherium has died. Eh, let that stop this show before. Yeah, I must say, this show is not very up to date with the recent times. I thought you recently have talked about Stiggy Malak and the Dracorax as a separate species to a, a one, the Pachycephalosaurus. Hey, those are separate species! I'm going to die on this hill! 
Oh, you will die on that hill, but that goes against all modern paleontology. And you would call yourself you're a paleontology fan. I say, I say, you're no paleontology fan. Those were definitely the same species as conducted by the one and only Jack Horner, who is very much a friend of mine and a very regular at my store barbecue cafe. Of course he'd be a regular at your cafe! Ugh, God. Anyways. But yeah, no, I have done separate episodes on all those as uh, separate species, but damn it, they're separate species! Oh, this whole, oh, but the skull is an anamorphic bone structure where the spikes are absorbed into the skull and create the dome. Like, name another animal that does that, huh? Uh, I'm gonna die on this hill. They're all different species. I don't care what Jack Horner or everyone else thinks, and I don't really have any other evidence for it other than a hunch, but damn it, I like this hunch, and I like those species. That is a very scientific of you, I must say. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways. Let's rate, uh, Bronto Theory on 1 out of 65 million and get the hell out of here. What was I thinking bringing you guys in? I don't think it was us that was the problem. I think it was you. It is always you that is the problem. Wait, wait, this is always you. You need to have some self-confidence. This is not the way for you to live your life, Donald. You are better than this podcasting business. You should be a chef. You said you watched Chopped, did you not? You should go and cook some wondrous meats, maybe from some of these dinosaurs that you lack so much. Like a good duck or a goose. Oh, and heaven knows, my store barbecue shop is always open for employment. We pay our employees a wondrous fee of about three to five bucks an hour. But don't worry, most of it's made up for in tips. Uh, why would I pay my own employees when my customers can? That's just being a good capitalist, I say, I say, I say. Alright, alright, alright. I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. Stop saying I say, I say, I say three times! Alright, well, I'm gonna rate Brontotherium. I'm gonna rate like a two million because it's not real. In fact, most of the two million is pity points. That's what I think, anyways. What do you guys think? What rate this thing? Oh, I think I'll rate this terrifying, thunderous beast. What about maybe a 33 million? I think it deserves some attention from Zazis naming stuff, especially if the Sioux tribes named it. That is very interesting, I must say. As for me, I think I'll rate it about 10 million. It doesn't sound too delicious. Oh, maybe it would go well with a bit of a spaghetti, the meatballs, and sometimes the tomato soup with the mozzarella cheese. Shut up with your stupid Italian cheeses and all so stupid and stereotypical food, brother. But that is all I have, Arthur. I'm a very one-dimensional character. Oh, well, as a creature that was probably mistaken for a unicorn and didn't make it aboard the Ark with all the other stuff. Oh, shut up! Oh, as it didn't make it aboard the Ark. Uh, clearly this was not the good lord's intention for this creature to survive, so I'm going to give it a negative 666. The mark of the beast, like a thunderous beast, like this so thunderous beast is, I say. I say, I say, I say. Alright, well, good enough, guys. Alright, so thank you so much for joining us. This was a very good idea to have you all aboard the show. I, the listeners are absolutely going to love this. Anyways, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at MattD at MatthewDawnCreator.com for any questions to any of the co-hosts. You can find me on social media at MatthewDawnCreator on Facebook and MatthewDawn64 on every other place, so like Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And where can we find all of you guys? You can find all you guys on the show, The Ritwits. But it's currently on indefinite hiatus. And whose fault is that, Monsieur Donald? Why won't you bring it back like the fans? really want you to. Because I don't want to. I've lost all my ideas for it. I lost all my passion. I lost my vigor. 
So pathetic, Donald. So pitiful. All right, well, I guess you can find them on that pitiful show, The Ritwit. Uh, I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. No Bronto Ethereum in it because it's well after when it takes place, so not interested. Also, I have another podcast called The Ritwit, as we said, and that's what you guys are on. So if you want to hear more of these fine folks, fine banter, I suppose, check it out. This is definitely a ringing endorsement for it. Ah, yes, very much a soul, very much a ringing endorsement for it. Ah, spaghetti, meatballs, ah, mozzarella. God, you're such a stereotype. I'm going to be so canceled after this. All right, well, that's it for this week. As I say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, they don't say anything. Get the hell out of here. Wait, do not go, messieurs. I have more to say. I have this wonderful recipe for a fine cooked goose. Oh, I bet it goes well with a mozzarella and a pretty fine tomato soup. Shut up, brother! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.